99 in the shade, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The Scottish Premiership is underway. Harry Kuehl is back in business. It's Tuesday the 4th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Luke Moore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, you're very welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. It's the football ramble in your ears. Drink us in. We taste a little bit like alcohol gel because we didn't dry our hands properly. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. How about that? How about that? Gentlemen, before we go any further, I think this has been missed Okay. in the football ramble. An Englishman has won a major trophy this season, a manager. <laughs> Who is right. it? Um, and it's a former Chelsea player to boot because I made a bit of a point about that about oh Lampard you'd be now nice you've to... said major trophy here mm-hmm. yes can you back this up the Turkish Cup okay do you know yeah, who it was Eddie Newton. It, 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 Newton. Newton Eddie Newton it was Eddie Newton yeah. he got a tweet about that yeah yeah and, and he's been honoured it's Eddie Newton yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's been honoured he's been given the contract for the job good yeah. on him Trabs on spot so uh, Andy Brassel was talking about this a while back I mm. think he might have just been a, so I might have just been having a private conversation with Andy Brassel no, he mentioned the Palace forward who's on loan there yeah that's um, Alexander Sorlot that's right who scored yeah. about 5 million goals mm. scored in the final as well yeah and yeah. Um, Trabs on spot I think came quite close to winning the Turkish league but didn't God, and, Eddie. but Eddie, Eddie's been given the nod permanently yeah. that's great for him. him I know I love that Turkish Cup is a major trophy it's in my a opinion. major so trophy yeah. we're making ground ladies and gentlemen <laughs> slowly <laughs> and slowly yeah. so that we'll put that one next to McLaren's league trophy with 20 20 yeah, yeah okay um, yeah. is Eddie in line to Hodgson's probably got a couple to replace big Gareth, big Gareth next next summer <laughs> probably not Jim Tow to Eddie Howe I heard point. that yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Well, he's I had a lot to talk about yesterday. I'm quite jealous of all the stuff that I talked about because I've seen our running order. We've started with the Turkish Cup. Everyone listening, you should yeah. be rest assured it's not going to get any better. In no. the intro, we said Scottish Premiership, Harry Kiel, <laughs> and we started with the Turkish Cup. Harry yeah. Kiel's taken over at Oldham Athletic <laughs> yeah. and we're doing the Scottish football to start with. Yesterday, mm. FA Cup final. Yeah. Eddie Howe's gone. Yeah. So much stuff to talk uh-huh. about. Well, we've got our own Eddie to talk about. I think we have. Yeah, is this is a it? coronavirus peak or a trough? I don't know. You never, wow. It's hard to tell these Just days. stay with us. We're the crying out loud, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to dangle an email in Good front of you, um, and it's an email from Hamish, oh. who is predictably from Scotland. Right? And Has Charlie, the producer, changed the name yeah, to be disrespectful <laughs> to protect the innocent. Yeah, Haver and Hamish. Uh, <laughs> since the Premier League has finished, says Hamish for the season, and there's no more excitement for everyone on the wrong side of the border. <laughs> why not look to the best supported league brackets per capita in Europe for some football brackets? Just ignore the Champions. League for now. A lot of caveats in the first sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of Can't, brackets doing some heavy lifting. Can we just have a few days off, please? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> to help, here's a suggestion for everyone's team north of the border. So Hamish has selected teams uh, for, for the three of us. Yeah. Right. Uh, obviously, he must have known we were on today's show. Yeah. Uh, well, he would have done because he'd have heard it at the end of yesterday's show. Yeah. Uh, Luke, he's picked Aberdeen for you. Yeah. Um, which that I think you'll be, you'll be happy with. The fans love to speak about past glories and seem to think everyone wants to hear about them. Luke will feel right at home. This is a bit of a dig there, but I don't know. You're a Portsmouth fan, so there's no real past glories. The annoying thing about this from Hamish is that mm. it is it is bracketed up in a load yeah. of digs. Yeah. But my yeah. fa- my mum's side of the family are from Aberdeen, so yeah. they would be my Scottish team. Think... And Aberdeen are going through an all right period at the t- at the moment. They've yeah. been to cup finals, they've been Europa leagues, mm-hmm. brackets qualifying round, mm-hmm. and uh, they've having their best kind of league run since what the eighties or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so so yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Best league run since the eighties. Well, they finished second four seasons in a row. 
Oh, well, there you are. Nic- yeah. Nicola Sturgeon has uh, recently told uh, Aberdeen uh, partygoers to keep your heed. That's yeah. the hashtag up, uh, mm. up north. Keep your heed. I like that. Keep your heed. Yeah. About that. But they've, I mean, I said they finished second four times in a row. That was. Th- Ending three, se- no, no. <laughs> Ending three seasons ago. Basically. Yeah, okay. Can you get a, well, when Rangers were? To, yeah. yeah. Can you get a direct flight from uh, Portsmouth to Aberdeen? There's no airport. Was, in Portsmouth, yeah, so, so definitely, you can't get direct anyway. Where's, where's the airport? Gosport. <laughs> where's the airport? Southampton's got one, haven't that, they? That oh, so, so that means Southampton are better than uh, Portsmouth because they've got an airport. No, it means they've yeah. got an airport. They've got an airport. Yeah. Gosport Airport. That'd be amazing. To the to the literal handful of people listening from Gosport, they'll be chuckling away at that. Yeah. Luke, I almost guarantee. At some point, someone will go. Well, actually, they do have an airport, but it's for micro lights. So there is there is small plane. There is an, there is an airfield. Thank in, you, in Leon Solon. Good, which is part of HMS Daedalus, which yes. does private um, pleasure flights, including Pete. I think you'll be pleased. Pleasure to flights. Um, what's, a, what's, a, what's a pleasure flight? Spitfires. Oh, you can Ooh. go up in a Spitfire. Oh yeah. Yeah, now you're interested. Uh huh. And they fly just over my parents' house. It's actually very, very nice to hear the Spitfire doing its bit. Yeah, it's, it's very a bit nice. Bre- you hear the machine guns. It's, it's a bit Brexit. It's very but nice. It, yeah. Um. So there is an airport technically, but I don't think you can land any kind of commercial jet there. Could you a fly a, a banner? Hang on. The, the Spitfire was literally made to defend Britain against. But what I'm saying, <laughs> invading armies from of, Europe. But think so of yes, people, it is a bit Brexit in that th- sense. Think of the people who like Spitfires now. Yes, and the drinks. Yeah, and the drink. The greatest, the, the, the greatest uh, boo boo that the BBC News has ever made. The boo boo BBC, uh, the editing error. When... Oh, Theresa May coming yeah. in on the Spitfire. That is great stuff. <laughs> what that, was it? So they basically they said that um, <laughs> Theresa May. There's some kind of like there was some kind of like um, fake story that Theresa May was going to head to Europe for the latest round of Brexit negotiations in, in a, a Spitfire. Spitfire. And the BBC ran the graphic in the no, background. No, they said they didn't say she was going in a Spitfire. She said she's <laughs> off to Europe to go and get. A better deal or something, and then they cut to someone taking off in a Spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can hear, they took me in. They took me in. I was all on board from that moment. Oh, enjoyable. I thought, I'd say is that if it's yeah. if it's going to go bad, let it go bad with style. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, uh, Bourne, Aberdeen. By the way, Bournemouth's got an airport as well. It has actually. Yeah. Mm. Where did Farage take off? On, oh, on that's his, enough. That's enough. <laughs> on his infilled Brexit could have been mission. Right. Anyway, sp- speaking of nationalism, uh, he's picked Rangers for me. <laughs> uh, since the Gorgie boys have headed on to a new challenge, you love how you've worded that. A new challenge. Me. It's a new challenge for them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They've diversified, Mark, haven't they? Yeah. Have Hearts decided to diversify the quality of football <laughs> they want to play? So. <laughs> I think so. They've gone down to the Championship League, as Pete once said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for a little while, Mark is going to now support Rangers. Pete. Peter Hibbs, he's yeah. chosen for you. Lovely football at times. Per, per, perennial just about. Again, uh, just manic on and off the park. Yeah. And they love a maverick player. Hibbs yeah. and Newcastle go hand in hand. I mean, I'm, I, I, there's a lot I disagree with that. But Peter, are you happy? <laughs> it's, a lo- it's a lovely part of uh, Edinburgh. It's, it's, um, Is it? Yeah. Leith. Next door. Lock, lock and lock, in it? Right. You know what I mean? Wasn't train spotting like set in Leith? <laughs> Lock is right next to the lock and lock. Okay. I mean, it's, it's a sea inlet. Just, just call it a sea inlet. Yeah, all right. Well, you can go not, train. Not there, but I mean, like, it's a lake. Why, why do they have to call them locks? Call them lakes. I did, what about Gary Lock? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they Gary say, Lake, it should have been. They say Laird instead of Lord as well. Yeah, not yeah. having it. Ah, and yeah. they say Portsmouth instead of Portsmouth. 
A lot of people do that. Yeah, mm. Americans do that. Yeah, you see, hand in hand. Mm. Well, while we're we're talking about Scotland, let's go straight to. Well, the we've Scottish... been forced into it. <laughs> this is your dream, isn't it? Can we not talk about Phil Fishers? Because I want to get involved in that little debate. Very, 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 very. Marcus, very, very tell you briefly. what, I've heard Marcus is sigh. Yeah. May I just sort of step in here and get kind, of, kind of negotiate a bit? Yeah. Could we maybe Marcus do a couple of minutes on Phil Fishers right now, and then move on to we've barely spoken Celtic, about football. Celtic winning five one. Uh huh. Yeah, the Celtic in... five one is is a, is a is a bag of carrots for the kids. Carrot crunchies. Carrot crunchies. <laughs> yeah. Do you like a filet of fish, yes or no? I do, but Japan Ugh. shrimp burger. Right. Can I interest okay. anyone so in that? Should we give people a little bit of context in case I didn't hear yesterday's show? Mm. So yesterday's show, Vish came out very strongly on the mm. side of the filet of fish. The filet of fish. fish, if you like. Mm. Jules was pissed off about it. Yeah, uh, because she gets pissed <laughs> off about random stuff. Wailing on him. I voted yes on the Twitter poll for filet of fish, right. not because I necessarily order it, but I don't mind it. I'll happen if someone gave me, I would eat it. I, if I see a fellow fish in the um, warming tray, I'm ordering it because oh, I know you? it's there. But if it's not there, I know it's going to take a few minutes. So f that. No, no one does that because everyone uses the screens now. No, but you could. Well, all right. But I still go and have. A, I still walk up to the counter, see if there's one waiting for me, <laughs> and then hope that no. That I, if I run back and order it, no one's going to order it before me. Before you come onto the shrimp burger thing as well, it's worth pointing out, Marcus, mm. that seventy-seven percent, a colossal seventy-seven mm-hmm. percent, voted negatively mm. towards the fillet of fish in the Twitter poll. Yeah. Can I interest anyone in the Spider-Man web fries we had for a little while? Spider-Man it might have been Burger fries. King. It might have been Burger King. I can't What's remember. What's the shrimp burgers? Just a lot of king prawns in a burger. Tight king prawns all sort of like mashed together. Oh, and I love it. And it's just a lovely, got, got a lovely bounce to it. Similar sort of tartar sauce on the top. Mwah! We should have that in England. Interested? Not really. Nah. But oh, I like the fact that you do have... Uh, Regional variations. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Marcus, in New Zealand they had the McKiwi. Yeah. Which I was quite like that. I think they had a fried egg involved. I think they had spooky Dr. Ock uh, sp- for the spider- more Spider-Man promotional material. They had like black buns, charcoal buns, oh, so yeah. it was completely black. Yeah. Made from very vol- creative. volcanic ash. Look like very creative. Shit. Much um, like the Celtic's forward line against I Hamilton. Would, I would like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like there to be a McHaggis burger or something like that. It's got that would work, yeah. It would work very well. Yeah. Um, before we go to Celtic, there was there was a big match last night. Ross County beat Motherwell. Mm. Uh, and I know what you're thinking, ladies was and gentlemen. Was that a bit of a surprising result? I know. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen are thinking, can we go back to the McDonald's chat? No, <laughs> no we're going we're gonna... to... The Staggies are up and running. Yeah, Staggies. Ross County are beat up and running. Beat the well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did. It was a lovely pen. Yeah. From Stuart. Mm. I tell you, it was a proper tuck into the top corner, which caused Liam Donnelly missed his penalty. And I know what you're thinking, ladies and gentlemen. You would think old Liam would be a bit more clinical than that. Yeah. Callum Lang sent off on his debut. He did one of those fouls where he's thinking, ah, I'll take a book in for the team here. Yeah. yeah. When, and it's when the referee's him. like, no. <laughs> Went over the top. It's the, ra- the Wayne yeah. Rooney. Yeah, that Wayne Rooney did that. Didn't oh, he? Yeah. 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 Superbly. I'll tell you who else did it. Joe Rules did it against <laughs> Lucas Mora for Cardiff against Spurs. And Neil Warnock said he shouldn't have been sent off because he didn't endanger right. the life of the opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the best Neil Warnock quotes ever. Yeah, he endangered yeah. his career and yeah. his uh, walking <laughs> ability, <laughs> yeah. but not his life. No. So that's the, that's the line, isn't it? I for, think for me, any t- spine bri- vertebrae, yeah. broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for me, the the real <laughs> litmus test for how severe a foul is is if the ball isn't even in the camera shot at the time. Mm. Yeah, it's right up there, and oh, that right. was very much one of those. What um, the Ross <laughs> County player? Did. Was it the Ross County player last night? Did it or the Motherwell? Callum player? Lang, yeah, yeah, Rob, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Motherwell. Sorry, yeah, yeah, and he um, he. Um, he went way over the top. Yeah, he tried to go. I'm going to stop this, and I'll pick up a yellow. Fair enough, this. ref. Let's get on with the game. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, DJ. Yeah. So this is technically a technical foul. How yeah. dare you? Well, he's, he's on loan from Wigan, and it was his. I think he came on for his debut. So 
Well, at, least, at least he won't forget it. At least yeah. he marked it some way. Woodgate-esque. Yeah. Um, Sherwin Seedorf came on during that game. Guess who he's a distant relative of, according to Wikipedia. Oh, is it George Ware? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's George Ware's cousin, again. <laughs> that old trick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Tim Sherwin. Uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, Clarence Seedorf. How about that? Very uh, nice to see him still having, a, having an influence on the game. I need, the, I need an abs check. Mm, not the... Before I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Not the best uh, uh, name of a player in that uh, uh, Ross County squad. Beavis Mugabe. Beavis Mugabe. Come not, on. Not a distant is it, relative. Yeah. Is it not spelled a robber? Is it spelled the same name? Yeah. Same, same way? I believe so, yeah. Fantastic. How about Be- that? Beavis has got to be a nom de plume, surely. I would say because so. Because his first name is Robert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not having that. Well, speaking of names, Mark Elms has tweeted in saying Ross County have signed Ross doing on loan from Celtic. Mm. He's the fifth Ross in the squad. All three keepers are called Ross. Ross Doohan, Ross Monroe, Ross Laidlaw. They also have Ross Draper and Ross Stewart uh, up front. So Ross County fans, if you were ecstatic at the fact that you've actually got a mention on the Ramble and we might actually... It, th- this is what you've got. It's just <laughs> names. It's yeah. just names. To know. be fair to... I mean... I would be surprised, first of all, if mm. we had any Ross County fans actually listening. Yeah, there's there's very little. It's, it's it's a fallow ground for them. Yeah, but so what do they expect to get them a mention? Yeah, well, a good win, lovely yeah. penalty mm. against the well, exactly against the well. Yeah, and yeah. what are they fourth or, or or fifth on goal difference? You know, if, you <laughs> goal, if Celtic hadn't beaten Hamilton Abergavenny with five one. Yeah. With old Edouard uh, scoring a hat trick, then they they could have been up. There. And are we talking about that game now? Because I've got a problem with this. Go on. Well, everyone seems to suggest that Hamilton were actually decent. They weren't. Yeah, producer Charlie's put it in the running order. Yeah. I heard someone else say it yesterday. Hamilton. I watched extended highlights of that mm. game, and Hamilton were absolutely abysmal. Yeah. They were abysmal. <laughs> Don't you worry, as I've been uh, as I've been nominated Rangers for this season, I won't be letting Celtic get away with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what you mean. Every goal, it was like, oh, there's Eduard unmarked at the back post. So he, like, <laughs> have you not heard about him? <laughs> he, he's obviously a really exciting young player. He's got yeah. great pedigree. I mean, two years left in his contract. Unlike if he, Celtic long term, is that fair? But it, if, yeah. he, if he was had, if he had one year left, I think he'd be more of a he'd be. But I mean, long term. I mean, long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for his age and the amount of goals he scored already, he's, he's incredible. He's but a good forward, his, yeah. his movement's really good. He's yeah. a good player. But all of his goals, all three of them, mm. were like Johnny on the spot. The yeah. ball's fallen to me. Stick it in. Yeah. Yeah. And there were no um, no opposition Hamilton players anywhere near him no. at any point. Mark everyone apart from their main threat. Yeah, it was I, bizarre. I, somewhere, I read somewhere that someone said, "Oh, the nine million pound rated striker." Like nine million. I think that's right. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think he'd be a touch more than that. Do you not think? I think nine million sounds quite quaint does, does, these does days. Just the fact that he played for PSG kind of just kind of bumped that up a little bit. I don't know. He's been artificially. Depends on how long he's got the contract. But he's been so crucial for Celtic. True. Sixty yeah. appearances, forty goals. I know, and he's only about eighteen. Yeah. How old is he? Twenty or something? Isn't yeah, he? he's, he's, yeah, he's young. I, twenty-two. He's twenty-two. Oh, he's twenty-two now. Is he? Okay. No, like, so prime like Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, was at one point. Well, we all were at one point. I yeah. thought she stayed there. Oh, there how old is Adele now? Uh, Don't know. She's lost a lot of weight, apparently. She, she has lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. Seen. Yeah. Looking younger. Yeah. Uh, Rangers beat Aberdeen 1 0. Uh, Luke Moore. It's a good away win for Rangers. But a shame for Derek and the Dandies. Um, mm. th- there'll be slight concern, I suppose, for Rangers in the sense that they didn't kill the game off. It was just the one goal. Beautifully taken by Ryan Jack. Um, and Aberdeen is always a difficult place to go. And they, these two, there's a. It's literally quite a difficult place to get to. It, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I'm, I wondered if Steven Gerrard would stay on purely for the fact that. Stopping Celtic winning ten in a row is such a monumental task. <laughs> and do you want to be the manager who who didn't stop well, Celtic getting a ten in well, a row? Well, one um, 
one thing that's worth pointing out about these these games is that Celtic did look. I mean, they were, I don't personally think they were mm. up against much, but they did look really good. They, they did, looked yeah. really slick. They passed the ball out. for for a team that haven't had a competitive game for four months. Yeah. They looked decent. Rangers and Aberdeen looked a lot more mm-hmm. kind of um, pedestrian in pace, but it depends if you feel that they might cancel each other out because they're both reasonably good teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It's hard to say after one game, obviously, mm. but I don't know if you can read much into one game, but if you can, it's going to be a big ask because Celtic do look on that small mm. sample size and we know they've got better resources. Well, Lennon's done it, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's done it before. So mm. it's a big ask, a it really is. big ask. It is, certainly is. A little note on the Tunnock's Caramel Wafer Scottish Challenger Cup. Another, another <laughs> major trophy. Another major trophy. Got caught in the back of your throat. I think I've just had a wafer, I think. <laughs> uh, every year, the two highest placed National League sides who have not been promoted have entered the Cup. So Wrexham and Solihull Moors entered from the National League last year as well as sides from Ireland, Northern Ireland and Wales. Uh, this year's final, Wraith versus Cali Thistles, is yet to be played. I, I didn't know this, actually, that there were teams from other parts of the UK and, uh, and Ireland. Who so last were, year, Connors entered. Did they? <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Well, cause in, is, it the, is it the Copper America they have foreign countries very invited along? Mm, yeah. invited, they do, they, they? invite two teams. And Mexico are always involved. Mexico yeah. are always involved. I think Japan were involved they one were. year. Mm, uh, Qatar, maybe, or UAE, mm. yeah. perhaps one year. Because there, there was chat for the bunts. If, just for the bunts. For the bun- <clears throat> bunts. There was <laughs> chat a few years ago yeah. that Spain might be asked, but I think all, everyone <laughs> turned around that. and went, why are we asking the world champions to yeah. come along and dick us in yeah. our own trophy. And why would they want it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Connors Key last year, Welsh team, got mm-hmm. to the final who they were beaten by Ross County. Yeah, I believe well. Mm. Uh, uh, Neil Doncaster of the uh, SPFL said on the radio recently that the foreign sides probably won't be involved this time round. Mm. I mean, he's right in terms foreign of... Sides. Well, he would be right in terms of sort of Irish sides from the Republic of Ireland, but I like the thought of him thinking of like Welsh and English sides as foreign. It's quite good. <laughs> Independence hasn't happened just yet, mm. Neil. Just yet. Hold your horses. Um, uh, gentlemen, uh, before we go, uh, any further uh, let's go from the Challenge Cup to our only natural uh, destination after that <laughs> which is of course Barcelona um, now it's like talking about a different sport <laughs> isn't it well uh, certainly a different wage bill yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. yeah there's there's yeah. Neymar returning to Barcelona has just not gone away ever since the day he signed for Paris Saint-Germain he needs to get out of that fucking WhatsApp group <laughs> yeah, yeah Messi and uh, he's admin Suarez. though they can't kick him he's yeah. admin he is the admin he keeps changing the photo yeah he set it up to him in the Barcelona shirt that's right yeah, he's yeah, photoshopping yeah. his dad does it I mean what what, <laughs> what, what, what do we think I mean uh, uh, Bartomeu has said that it's unfeasible to re-sign Neymar during the pandemic are they going to re-sign him at any point? Is this actually going to happen? It's, it's just buttermilk. Like kind of like there's a vote of no confidence on its way. The, 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 he's not loved inside or outside the club. COVID's given the elections a kick right into the long, the long grass. So it, it's probably going to be business as usual for a little little, little time uh, longer. But what is not under uh, discussion is the fact that uh, Leo Messi will remain a furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Since since, since um, Barcelona sold Neymar for mm. two hundred twenty-two million euros, <laughs> right? They've spent six hundred. 148 million euros oh. on players and some of the players they've bought mm-hmm. have no been very good <laughs> and it's it, the amounts are obscene yeah. and when you consider that they're arguably a worse team now than they were then mm-hmm. 
it's a, it, it does really bring into pretty clear focus yeah. how difficult they found it. Because mm-hmm. they're not a better team now, are they? Yeah. I mean, they might not be that much worse, but they're not better now. You'd say no. Neymar hasn't, uh, uh, hasn't um, given the um, his new team the transformative influence that he probably expected either. To That's be funny, fair. isn't it? It's funny. So again, I mean, that is funny, yes. Is very PSG funny. might again yeah. go out of the Champions League earlier than they'd like because <laughs> they cancelled their own season was cancelled. Mm. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he has still won a lot of trophies and he scored the winner in the French Cup the other week. But yes, I take your The point. prize is very much... Domest- the yeah, domestically League, they've been great, uh-huh. obviously. But, but you know, it's only going to get worse for Barcelona as well. Mm-hmm. Pete, one thing you didn't mention, you alluded to Messi at the end, is that is that Messi has been their top scorer in, I think, 11 of the last 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. And he is a bigger figure for them than any other single individual is for any other club in the world. The yeah. dynamics are really, really important mm. in terms of how much they focus on Messi at Mark Barcelona. Noble and West Ham? <laughs> I forgot about Mark, to yeah. be fair. Give it to Mark. He's the second most important <laughs> player for any individual club. At some point, he is going to retire mm. and they're going to be absolutely bereft because mm. the whole club revolves around him. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be interesting. Hon- yeah. Honestly, if Messi loves the club as much as he clearly, clearly yeah, he'd uh, stay, says he stay with No, until <laughs> he's 50. No, he'd be so- Do you love the club or not? My ankle's fused. Do you love the club or not? <laughs> Go to Turkey for a hundred billion billion pounds. Yeah, they come Go back to, to China. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I but don't know. It, but it's, I don't know. It's it's like obviously the the story is that that, that um, all of the, the football team want uh, Neymar back at, at uh, Barca, but and it, and it is a buyer's market under mm-hmm. COVID. But it just they're just not going to be. Able it's to because Leo Messi was introduced to his tattooist by Neymar and they become cool super dangerous dudes together. cool dudes yeah and now Messi feels like he's, he's a bit it's of a lone ranger it's he wants, he wants his daddies. partner in crime back it's yeah. the reason it's the reason I, I, I just hope that PSG Neymar is told now we've got Mbappe and everyone your surplus to requirements but <laughs> 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 we are going to need 200 million for you we, we'll think, we'll, we'll, we will think about a loan move for you <laughs> we've drawn up a list of clubs <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Did you know Harry Kuehl's just gone to Oldham? They yeah. might be interested. Absolutely. Uh, before we go to uh, a break, everybody, just a quick FIFA update. Uh, Gianni Infantino has had criminal proceedings launched against him by a Swiss special prosecutor. We talked about this the other day. FIFA's deputy general secretary has come out and said there is no factual basis whatsoever for this criminal investigation. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. it. Like, that, it's it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over. We can rest easy on that <laughs> and look forward to the next update. All right, let's have a quick break. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Now then, as promised, we're going to talk about Harry Kuehl because he is the new Oldham manager, Dino Mamria. Uh, Oldham was uh, sacked on Friday. When I saw that name, it reminded me of Diamantino for some reason. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That Portuguese film that you made. I remember those dark times. I do, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, Harry Kuehl is the new Oldham uh, manager, which I hope Oldham fans are pleased. I mean, my goodness, they've... They've had a lot to put up with. He's the seventh boss at Oldham since uh, Abdallah Lemsangam uh, became owner in 2018. And he's previously managed Crawley Town and Notts County as old Kuehl. So um, I, I, I just wonder how long he's going to last, yeah, well, really, <laughs> with, the, with what's going on. I mean, Oldham, they finished sort of quite lowly in League Two last time round. But yeah, it's it's... It's a bit of a mess well, at that, that club. Well, that level of football is all about kind of short-term deals, just kind of mending a McDo and arms around the shoulder. And he's a very charismatic man. Mm. And, he's, and he's done a lot in his yeah. career. And he could probably whip in a few free kicks to show them how it's done. <laughs> I think he's, he's also Crawley's most hated man. So uh, he lasted like five minutes in Notts County. Yeah. Uh, but Crawley, he didn't, he wasn't very popular at all. No. They, he, apparently, 
admittedly... It's an odd one, I can't... Admittedly, yeah. uh, like, my friends from that area are people in the press. Mm. I've got a couple of friends who, who work down there in the press and, and they said that he was a very difficult guy to deal with, mm-hmm. quite arrogant. When they were losing or going on a bit of a poor run, mm-hmm. he was awful. And he fell out with a couple... He, he did famously fall out with a couple of pros there. Dean Cox, most notably. <clears throat> um, and, they, and they were kind of seasoned, serious, mm-hmm. senior pros there. I don't, I don't think people look back on his time there as being very, very, um, very sort of successful. But having said that, I've actually met Harry Kew and mm-hmm. he was a very lovely man to me sure but it doesn't mean bad manager the green room is different to the dressing room yeah um, how do you know it's in the green room you might not have been in the green room you can room. hang out in the green might, room he might have just been walking down the road <laughs> and I might have just said hello well, to him well considering what you just said there about Crawley Town um, and, and Oldham have had seven uh, managers since 2018 is this where he's going to put roots down mm. <laughs> well it's, it's interesting to see like that Leeds, his Leeds compatriots from back in the day mm-hmm. obviously walked into much better jobs like Parker and Bowie and people like that mm-hmm. uh, and this really gifted sort mm-hmm. of talismanic footballer just got a did he walk into better jobs? I mean, like... He always struck me as, a, as an odd choice for management, Harry Kuehl. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because he, he seemed like he liked football that much. He was much. a TV guy. Yeah. yeah so His legs didn't like to care no. football that much. No. He kept breaking. Champions League winner, have some respect. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Played in the final, not for very for a long. Bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of the squad. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't care how, uh, you know, I, I, I remember watching that and sort of going... I don't care how uh, what state that man's in. I just yeah. I love to watch that guy play football. Mm. I think he's incredible. Oh, at Leeds, what, what, what a footballer! During his heyday at Leeds, was, was, oh, he was great. Can I give some applause to the Oldham third shirt? Yes, they've, they've just revealed, uh-huh. which seemed to take precedence over uh, the new manager on what? Twitter. Why it's Oldham a got, beauty. Why have Oldham got a third? <laughs> yeah, that is it's a bit like the France. Uh, have national you got a picture shirt. of it? Uh, it's basically the France national shirt. Oh, is right. it? Yeah. Well, they, they have to have a well, third. Just the badge ripped off. <laughs> they have to have a third kit if they're away yeah, from home and they're away because clash with the home team, right? Yeah. So yeah. wind it in. Oh, lower league clubs aren't allowed third kits. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking that they've got a lot of more. Lot SPL of teams aren't allowed swimming pools. Get out. Oh yeah. The, 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 What's the, the SPL. The, con, the, con, the controversy around um, the the ownership of Oldham mm-hmm. is there for everyone to see, and people can kind of read up on the history of it. They've had they've had issues. But it doesn't bode well when you get someone like Marmaria, who at that level of football was really well experienced, um, kept them in the um, kept them in the football league, mm-hmm. and then they say, "Okay, now we want to move on. Um, we're not going to give you a chance to build on that. Yep. You, we're going to get Harry Kuehl in." Yeah, I mean, it's a, no disrespect <laughs> intended overtly to Harry Kuehl, but you understand the point I'm making. Very much so. And yeah. So it doesn't bode well. I, I don't imagine it's a very popular move, but no. I don't think he's a very popular owner, from what I know, mm. which Har- admittedly isn't a lot, but Har- I don't think he is. Talking about green rooms, Harry Kuehl is very much the player you bring in when someone's dropped out on a television show rather than in, <laughs> in a managerial position. Perhaps so. <laughs> for me to comment on that would, would then be pretty fucking rich. Hypocritical. So, yeah, exactly. You've well, been booked as a Luke Moore footballer several times. Yeah. Well, let's be Oldham, so gave, got this job. Oldham gave Paul Scholes a goal, a go, and we all thought that's going to that's going to be the one, isn't it? And he was only there for about seven or eight games, something yeah. like that. How how long was Paul Scholes actually at Oldham? Because because it is seven games, I think. It's something that is incredibly easily forgotten about. It is, mm. yeah, it is. Well, he's been in the news recently, though. Seven games, one one. I've just checked, fourteen percent win percentage. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They drew three of them. It did actually, yeah. Yeah. It did. You yeah. know, so yeah. not as terrible as one might think. It's not great though, is it? It's not did the you... worst thing Skulls has done recently, though. No. He's been he's been uh, allegedly breaking the Greater Manchester wide lockdown rules oh, by hosting a house scully. party at his uh, his house. Uh, oh my god. And the thing is, Marcus, sorry to cut in there, but yeah. if you were gonna flout lockdown rules, mm-hmm. as it's been reported, um, to go to a house party, why would you go to Paul Skulls' house party? Well it was his son's twenty first birthday bash, apparently. Well, I stand by what I said. Well that's yeah. better. <laughs> There was a burger van there. Was there? Yeah, oh, they had nice. a burger van. 
Are you getting interested? Paul Scholes was pictured wearing a T-shirt that said Lockdown Live on it. <laughs> He's taking the I piss. I saw his son wearing that T-shirt yeah. while he was DJing. They all had them yeah. on. They all had them on. They Locked, all had them Lockdown on. Live. There was loads of photos of it. If you're Paul Scholes, you're thinking, right... Keep it low-key. Keep your phones, phones at the door. I'm not, nor have I ever been, Ryan Gig. <laughs> Keep it low-key. <laughs> or Fergie might turn up. Did yeah. Fergie break it up? Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. No, because Fergie's respecting on, the lockdown laws. He, he, phoned the, he phoned the, the authorities. I, I get the impression. He got a phone call at 3 Imagine if Fergie broke it up. That'd be so good. I think that I, I, don't, I don't know this, but I suspect that mm-hmm. in the city of Manchester, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or in the wider area of Greater Manchester, mm-hmm. with... Some very notable exceptions. So Alex Ferguson can do whatever he wants. Oh yeah, right. Do you think? Imagine being the police officer that arrests Sir Alex Ferguson <laughs> in Manchester. No, I reckon that I reckon that Ferguson works with the police. The police is a Ferguson. Are you saying that the best manager in history is a snitch? No, no, I'm not saying he's a snitch. I'm saying he's in charge. Oh, okay. So right. the coppers are right. going to him and saying, "Look, Paul Skulls has got a party. Can you break? He's like it a up? kingpin. Yeah, exactly. Because right. it'll take you two seconds. He'll yeah. go in there and, and get them all. I out. could just imagine him turning up and Paul going, "Ah." Oh, Sir Alex, thanks yeah. so much for coming along, Gaffer. I really appreciate you. <laughs> what can I get you? Put your willy away, what Paul. You do- yeah. <laughs> what, are you <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing Close here? it down. I'm here to close it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is Lee Sharp here? All right, I'll have one glass of red wine. <laughs> Why is Lee Sharp here? He's on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. I did. I looked at some of the uh, former older managers and thought, are they Are they kind of like a, a party people? David Dunn was, was managing. Right, okay, Remember yeah. David Dunn? Yeah. Likes, he he liked a burger. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he'd, well, he'd, he'd, yeah, he'd just be, he'd be coming up by the burger. It was his burger van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mean he was serving, he was lending. Yeah. Uh, Paul Dickoff. Yeah. Oh, um, very combative. Yeah. After a couple of beers, very combative. And, to... and, and don't go, I mean, Google it, but don't go to a party involving that man. Yeah, but, and Keith Gillespie and but, the but other Pete, if, if, if you If you were at a party with Paul Dickoff, <laughs> right. for the first three or four beers, mm-hmm. it'd be fine. Yeah. After that, you spend all your time trying to avoid eye contact because yeah, yeah, yeah. he would get very, very punchy. He would say what a Scotsman once said to me when he was a bit, he was, he was, he was rather drunk and he just stared into the distance and went, I'm on the edge of violence. <laughs> chilling. Absolutely chilling. Uh, I'm on the edge of it. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marcus, you might want to leave. I'm, I'm on the edge of violence. <laughs> Ian Dowie. Yeah, uh, probably more pedestrian. I'd well, say. Well, he coined the phrase "bounce back ability," didn't he? So it'd probably be like a bit of soft play. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be a big soft play area. Hey, Neil Warnock, Toby Carvery. Come C- on, cater- catering by Carvery. Warnock would be good. Do you know what I was going to say? Meat and tatties. Don't worry, yeah. meat and tatties. Don't worry about lockdown. No lockdown here. <laughs> yeah. Um, surely Pete Wilde is the one. Who is that with a name like that? Pete Wilde. I don't know who he is. He was yeah. caretaker. Wild by name. Wild by nature. I think he he was in charge for when they beat uh, Fulham in the uh, in the cup. I think. I mean, you know that because you, <laughs> yeah. you've somehow this season come out as a Fulham fan. What do you mean a this lot, season? Well, a lot of people have sort of been tweeting that you broke kayfabe and, and, and you're now very much out and proud as a, I have been saying as a for a Manchester number of United slash Fulham. Because Fulham. people have never just taken it, never taken it seriously. But yeah. yes, I was at that game in Fulham. Was it last season, I think? Do you know David Wheater plays for Fulham? Uh, for Oldham, sorry. He doesn't, right. he doesn't play for... I got my hams mixed up. Uh, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen David Wheater play in the flesh. I think it was, it was at Middlesbrough. And he is without question one of the most... And this is a bit rich coming from me. Mm-hmm. But one of the most difficult human beings to look at <laughs> I've ever seen. He's what do you mean? Like a PM on His face looks like it's moulded from clay. Right. But by a blind man. Yeah, but this is a mate of mine saw him at Middlesbrough. Like that vid- uh, music video. <laughs> yeah, Lionel Richie, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's from up that way. And he said there was a group of lads there who were David, Meter, David Wheater's mates. And they 
they were all singing, ah, ha, 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 <laughs> you know that his chin is huge. <laughs> uh, his, I've mentioned this before, the book. but uh, yeah, they were his own mates, so don't worry, Luke. You, yeah. you know, those who love him are still there. Uh, I think he's also pretty hard, though. Yeah, he's only 33. I thought he was about 37. He's, uh, he might grow into those features. He's already 33. It's <laughs> not the hair. So you say it's like a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Right, we've mentioned Fulham, uh, and they are playing Brentford in the playoff final tonight. How's the nerves? Yeah. Uh, are your knees all jangly? Yeah, like Aussie yeah. uh, going to Wembley. Scott Parker has said that Mitrovic is fit for the match. Don't play him. I think that, pre- <laughs> I think that presents a problem for Fulham. I think that he's probably not fully fit. No. Uh, and Parker's no. just trying to put the chills up Brentford. He also said that he's got a full squad to pick from, which also means Naiskins Cabano, uh, who scored in both Oh, he's fit as well, is he? Yeah, he was doubtful, but Parker has said, I have a full squad to choose from Games now. ship. Well, it could be a bit of that. It could be, yeah. you know, all right. Well, Because it's a very different job for Brentford at the back if, if it's Reed up front Definitely. or Mitrovic. Very, yeah. very different. I mean, seldom do you get such contrast yeah. in your forward players. So it may, maybe there's a little bit of that. But it's a tricky one because if you have, say, a 70% fit Mitrovic or whatever percentage you want to ascribe to it, mm. do you start him? Because if he's not fit, then you have to take him off. And we we saw this quite famously, you know, I go back. I mean, there's a number of examples of this, but you go back to the Champions League final at Atletico Madrid when Diego Costa started should never have started for Atletico Madrid how long did he last like seven, eight six minutes, minutes yeah, or something yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and so you take him off you've used a sub and it's kind of like alright now how have you built this this side how to play they've been playing without Mitrovic in the last couple of games so they should be a little bit familiar and they've been uh, good but that. on the flip side of that Mark is you take mm. a huge amount of goals out of the team yeah. statistically if he's not playing if you look at the probable lineups. um there's looking likely if if, mm-hmm. if, 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 the, if if the selection from both managers goes as people expect, yeah. i.e. Mitrovic doesn't start, mm-hmm. there are 66 goals in that Brentford team yeah. and there are 29 in the Fulham team. Yeah, I know. It's mad. The goal yeah. difference is really... I mean, that's what we were saying the other week, how they both finished on 81 points, mm. but Brentford's goal difference was far Brentford superior. are big favourites, aren't they? Oh, they, they should be, yeah. yeah. Although although that's not what uh, Thomas Frank has uh, has been saying. The, uh, the the Brentford coach, he said, they're a bigger club than us. This is not a mind game. This is a fact. They got relegated from the Premier League last year and have the parachute money. Yeah. Oh, well, big, that's true, though. Big talk yeah. from Franco. Yeah, it's, 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 it's true. He's, he's I, I, got, I'm, I'm excited for this game, Peter. I don't know about you. Mitra scored three penalties this season. Four penalties. Five. No, four penalties. And he advances season. on four. <laughs> so it's that, might, game. that, that yeah. might be the technique. <laughs> bring him on last five. Yeah, bring him on last five to win. You just, but he's one of those players that you, you don't want to come on and just cause havoc, do you? If you could get half an hour. So the, the, we, yeah. we were talking about this last week, yeah. weren't we? And there's, there's, a, there's a school of thought that says, um, apologies for the repetition, but there's a school, a school mm-hmm. of thought that says, if you've got someone on the bench, they need to be fully fit because you might need them in the first minute. Mm-hmm. But now there's a lot more, um, the benches are a lot larger. You mm. might feel like you can have the luxury of someone like Mitchell who might better give you 20 minutes at the end yeah. if you're chasing yeah, the game. Because yeah, yeah. he loves the occasion as well, he doesn't does, he? He does. And he's really passionate about it. We mm-hmm. talked about how vocal he was from the stands in the second leg at, at Craven Cottage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a big, big uh, moment for Scott Parker to make the right decision. But that's what managers are there for. Absolutely, yeah. I think, if he Parker will know I mean saying he's got a, a full squad to pick from he might do but that doesn't mean to say he's going to start mm. I think if Mitrovic is not fully there which I'd be surprised if he was then I think you'd start Reed up front because mm. it's, a, it's a system that yes ultimately they just squeezed past Cardiff in the end but I think having that familiarity of the last couple of games and they've done okay without Mitrovic, I would have Kamara in there. He looked very lively when he came on against Cardiff and was more he was direct. Very, I find him much more effective as an impact player, though. I yeah, think, true. I've seen him play from the start at Fulham in the flesh, and he's been so poor. Well, but he's—I mean, he's. Uh, I was about to start picking out moments from the season, but I suppose, yeah, I, I, 
Uh, you know, he's, he's that kind of player, though, isn't he? He, he is. He yeah. can be very inconsistent. Mm. So you do have an impact player. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that you say about you know Mitrovic. If you take Mitrovic out of the Fulham side, you take a lot of goals out. I think Parker's job is to try and take a lot of goals out of that Brentford team tonight. You know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and the, the problem is for Fulham <clears throat> is trying to restrict. Brentford playing is Fulham aren't great at that unless Parker himself dons the jersey you know that's <laughs> they're gonna yeah. I think it's gonna be a bit tricky I'm not sure how they're gonna line up but I think he may try and just kind of be a bit more solid and spoil Brentford rather than try and impose Fulham's game on them but what, will he not will he not just play Kearney deeper than he has done in the past well he might do and then and then hope he can kind of pull the strings and, and pick mm-hmm. the lock because Brentford just need to keep Kearney quiet basically yeah well Onoma as well is you know that goal he's, oh that goal that, that was a beauty but in the second leg he wasn't that great yeah I know what you mean but he's still he's got a bit of something about him I don't know it's going to be a tough job for Reed. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think he'll play Reed and Arter in the, in the in the same match but in the, it is startling, but we, we, we shall see, ladies and gentlemen. Would it not be Reed and Kearney behind Onoma, Cavallero and Knockart? Well, if Cavallero's around, he didn't play in the semi-final, of course, so it depends, uh, really. Okay. He's got options, ladies and gentlemen. We'll yeah. find out uh, tonight. According to Deloitte, a victory for Brentford would be worth about £160 million over three years, while a win for Fulham would earn them £135 million. Right. Hey? Yeah. Corruption <laughs> uh, is what I'm showing. <laughs> uh, Did you find it like unedifying when people just talk about the money all the time? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Well, because I'm not because we can't have any of it. Yeah, I think any of it. I, mean, I, yeah. I think yeah. I think with Brentford, what's our win for? <laughs> what we talk about is Fulham. Mm, well, Bre- Brentford, it, um, uh, Brentford will probably. Well, I don't. I don't think that it has been underplayed how well they've played this season and what exciting football they play, mm. what attacking football, and how many goals they've scored, and so on and so forth, and what an amazing job Frank's done there. Um, there's been a lot about the new stadium. Wouldn't it be great if it was in the Premier League? Of course. You know, first time they would be in the Premier League. I mean, they were relegated from the top flight in 1947. Yeah. So it's been a long time coming yeah. uh, for, for Brentford to get back in the top flight. If they lose, they will have taken part in the most unsuccessful, uh, the, the most unsuccessful playoff campaign. Sorry, in English football, in the English football league, more than any other club, it will be it will be nine, uh, I believe, if they if they lose out this time. Right. So there's a lot of pressure on them. Um, and, and with Fulham, there's there's always going to be pressure on a club like Fulham because they are the wealthier neighbour yeah, uh, to, yeah. to Brentford. They were in the Premier League not that long ago. Uh, a number of the squad were, were in that uh, in, in, in the side when they were in the Premier League. They were in that playoff final against Villa when they won. So it's a huge game and it's a bloody local derby. Yes. You know. I've been hugely impressed with how Brentford have, 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 have been so strong mentally mm-hmm. since since we moved into this playoff period of the season because we talked about how disappointed they would have been to miss out on automatic promotion. They've mm-hmm. been a good team. And then lose the first leg. And, but they turned it around so yeah. well and now you wonder if they've got a little bit of momentum now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Traditionally, I think, I might be wrong in more recent years, but traditionally I believe that the championship playoff final mm-hmm. is always a dramatic affair like yeah. it, it used to be the case that you'd always be a little bit disappointed by the mm-hmm. FA Cup final but you'd love the championship mm-hmm. final so we'll, playoff final so we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah I, I think that I could see Brentford winning like quite handsomely say 3-0 something like that or Fulham sneaking it do you know what really? I mean really okay. I think it, to mm. be it's, it, it, something like Brentford that Brentford are big favourites though they are big yeah. favourites they are big favourites um, we shall see um, gentlemen to finish uh, did you see Harvey Renard tweeting a photo of, him, of himself on holiday wearing shorts and a vest with a caption saying a little rest before things get serious Uh-oh. wow really Uh-oh. hashtag something... holidays hashtag Harvey Renard he hashtagged his own name <laughs> So he's most recently been. So he's Saudi Arabia manager at the moment, isn't he? Of course he is. Yeah. So yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what? What? What's he suggesting is going to happen? There's the photo there. Look at him. It's, it's a stage manager and everything. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look at it. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, it's, it's absolutely stunning. I love the fact that he's put hashtag Harvey Renard. Very veiny legs. <laughs> you should give people a little. Maybe as a Patreon exclusive, Mark, give people a little Harvey Renard one one hundred one. Oh about my what, goodness! What is uh, history and his story is so far? He's a beautiful man because he's still only fifty one now. Technically speaking, he could have ten or so, maybe even fifteen years yeah. management left in him. Imagine looking like that, fifty one. I should look like that. I think thirty-one. He, no, I think he looks a bit odd. Now. Do you think he's got very exaggerated odd. features? Oh, okay. Well, the photo. Yeah, he's kicks? got his. What do you his kicks? What his, he's wearing? Marcus is a bit of a hype beast. What? Um, what? Um, what? I'm a, I'm a what? His kicks. His trainers. I'm a what? Hype beast. Oh, am I? You like yeah. trainers? Do I? Yeah. I don't know. Pete's telling you. you You're do. a hype beast. You like trainers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you should do voiceovers. What I'm, shoes has he got on? I wouldn't buy a Philly fish though. <laughs> uh, not, not for your feet. No, no, certainly not. But you'd slip all over the place. Yeah. Um, the best on waffle. I don't know. Huh? I think he's, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just, I, I find it difficult to get down to the trainers because I'm looking at those bare arms and, and the top half of those thighs, <laughs> to be honest with yeah. you. Can you just let me have a look again? I want to have a look at the shoes. Yeah, okay. I'll give you my update on the shoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah what do you reckon? They look very box fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Very box been, fresh. They're not dusty. I don't know where he is. His shorts are too short. He's in his 50s. He's in his 50s. He shouldn't be wearing shorts that short. And you get more dangly as you get older. Uh-huh. Someone's going to pop out. Exactly. Oh, uh, that'd be a shame, wouldn't it? <laughs> I love a Paul Skull scenario. And yeah. they'd be wonderfully tanned. Indeed, yeah. I forgot to mention that he did put a sunglasses smiley emoji in there as well. We started no. off with the filet fish. We've yeah. ended with a lovely tan pair of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh Harvey how yeah. how how well we knew thee yeah. um, it'll be good to see what he gets up to next because my goodness it will be sexy yeah. um, well listen can you not make the obvious link could you not make the link to Newcastle says, oh. exactly yeah. if if the if the takeover somehow gets resurrected and goes through in the northeast would Harvard, they want to would they want to um, parachute their man in and I would like it to literally be parachuted <laughs> in thank you very much top well, list yeah. someone called Faisal on uh, Twitter has replied to uh, the picture saying Le coach de photos. The coach de photos. Le yeah. coach de photos. Absolutely. I reckon he's a good tournament manager, as we know. He's won the Africa Cup of Nations. After Sir Gareth. Yeah. Could win England the Africa <laughs> Cup of Nations. Could we invited invite to the Copper yeah. America? <laughs> the Invitationals. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, on tomorrow's show, we have Kate, Vish and Jim for your listening pleasure. Uh, until then, though, thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. A fillet of fish for my wife. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you very, very soon. This was a Stakhanov production.